Father, thank you for family. Thank you for sending your son. Fully God, fully man to die on the cross for us. To shed your blood, Jesus, for us that we could call you Heavenly Father, our Father. That we could then look at one another and say, you're my brother, you're my sister, because we have the same daddy. I thank you, Lord, in a world where there's so much isolation, so many that are solitary, I thank you that through the blood of Yeshua, Jesus, you set the solitary in families. So I just invite the agape love of Jesus through the Holy Spirit just to fill this place right now. I ask for the increase of your Holy Spirit's presence this morning. Would you touch our hearts that we would become struck once again with your love and your beauty like a match to a matchbox, Lord, strike our hearts right now with greater encounter of your love and your beauty, that we would be transformed, that our hearts would be encouraged and strengthened in the Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I was in the prayer room a few weeks ago, and uh, the Lord put this phrase on my heart in the middle of praying for the church, and uh, I just kind of went, mm, hmm, and I thought about it, and then I thought about my, my Yeti cooler. This is my no walls, just Jesus cooler, and I don't know if you can hear it, but I've got, I put ice in here yesterday. It's my Gatorade Zero. Don't judge me or whatever, you know. I have to have my, uh, as some of you know, I have to have my whatever, electrolytes, right? So I'm going to stop right now. And It's ice cold. It's been in there all day yesterday. Did you, know what, did you know how hot your car can get when the windows are up? 150 degrees. And so I, I began to think about how it stays cold and the ice stays ice for many, many hours, even days. And um, I thought that's how God wants us as Christians to be. He wants us to be Yeti Christians. To where when the heat gets turned up around us, and the rhetoric, and the frustration, and all the different pressures, when the heat gets turned up around us, we don't melt. But we stay maintaining our holy passionate love for Jesus and for people. Even if the heat around us gets turned up to 150 degrees, <laughs> feels like that sometimes. We, we stay calm, cool, and collected on the inside. I love that Hillsong song. I think it's a Hillsong, Rachel. It says, um, it says, Lord, let justice and praise become my embrace to love you from the inside out. See, no one can really see what's in your heart. Those online, it's, it's, but this is the, there's a place within. <laughs> it's the secret place that you and God know 
is what's going on. And we can get pretty good at faking it, can't we? On the outside, oh, glory! <laughs> and on the inside, you know, we've melted. We've become lukewarm. I believe there's a grace on us, church, to be Yeti Christians. I heard this phrase, and I was kind of wondering, should I preach this? Can y'all, am I in a cave? Can y'all hear me okay? I, I was, so I sat up here, I sit up here now, um, not to reign over you, with, <laughs> but to leave room for, for families to come in. And, but it, does, it is cool to pray over and see everybody. But I'm sitting over here last week, and Ben Klein, stand up, Ben. Can you stand up? Come on. Turn around. Shake your hair. Can you shake your hair for us? No, you're not going to do it. But I see. <laughs> That's just for me. You're right. But I'm sitting over here, and I look over through here, and I see he has a cup up here, and I'm thinking, Yeti, Yeti Christianity. And so can you hold up? Can I just show this? And so I see this. Do you see the Yeti? It's not a, it's a hydro flask, but I'm looking through there and I was like, confirmation. I'm supposed to talk about Yeti Christianity. Thank you, Ben. Um, so, you know, we look at different things for confirmation, but that was, that was it. And I believe there's a grace. Whenever we step into what's on God's heart, I believe there's a grace, and a presence of the Lord to help us with that. And so I had a phrase come in my heart yesterday, God's plan for us is insulation, not fluctuation. A Yeti is insulated so that when the temperature around gets too hot or too cold, we stay, we maintain at the level of love and holy passion that God's called us to have. So... A thermostat is, stays, keeps the room the same degrees. I think it's set on 73 in here right now. Okay, a thermostat doesn't fluctuate. What fluctuates? A thermometer. You see? And every morning I wake up. I'm not, I don't really point at y'all so much as I point at me. Every morning I wake up, I have a choice, probably 20, 30 times a day, <laughs> to be a thermostat or be a thermometer, to stay steady or to fluctuate with people around me and how they respond. Yesterday, I found a place to study because this building was overrun with fiery young people. So I found a place, I was completely, appropriately social distance and all that, and I just found myself go, and I went, <coughs> got a little cough. A man walking by me with a mask, but he comes by me and he goes, he goes, keep your corona to yourself. <laughs> and just like that, he sounded like a heavy metal, you know. True. So I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I was becoming a thermometer. <laughs> it was. I was like, Whoa. and then, but on the outside, I just kind of did a little laugh, you know. 
And then I realized I was right at the place in my notes where I needed an example. <laughs> Seriously. So I was like, thank you, Lord. So the whole time I was like, very good. So I typed it in there, uh, keep your corona to yourself. He did say, sir. He did start it out with sir, and then we went on. We went on from there. But as we've been going on through these last five months of, are we having fun yet? Uh, as we've been going through these, uh, these, last, these last months, there's been, uh, uh, we need help to maintain. Those of you who are old like me in the 70s, 1975, 76, we had a phrase. We'd say, hey, bro, maintain. Just maintain, like stay cool. We need help. To ma- Does anybody remember that phrase or is that just Albuquerque? All right, good. You remember in the 70s, mid-70s. <clears throat> but we do with the pandemic, with the economic pressures, the racial hostility, the lawlessness, the CDC and the World Health Organization coming out with one advisory and then the next week it's a different one. And with all these different things happening, with the rioting, with all the challenges we've been facing individually, corporately, and as a nation, you know, if, if 2020 was like an ice cream truck, I found this meme the other day, if 2020 was like an ice cream truck, that's, that's what it would be like. <laughs> Liver and onions, for those who aren't seeing that. Is anybody old enough to remember the ice cream trucks? Now, that was, what, that was when kids actually played in the neighborhood, and you heard the, you heard the sound, ding-a-ding-a-ding, maybe a, yeah, and then you ran inside and borrowed and got, Mom, can I have a quarter or a dime or however old you are? <laughs> then you went out, but imagine you're going into 2020, and then it's liver and onion pop or popsicle or something, you know? So we need, we have pressures on us, and God wants us to be able to maintain what God's heart for us is and what his call on us is. And we, we need to ask him to help us to be insulated like a Yeti, a Yeti cooler. Yetis keep the hot liquid hot and the cold and the ice cold for many hours. God wants our heart to not be moved. Look at this, Psalm 16, verse 8, and there are other verses like this. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Because he's at my right hand, the Holy Spirit is called the paraclete. That's Greek word para, kaleo. Para alongside, kaleo, called. The Holy Spirit dwells in you as a believer, but he's also been called to walk alongside you through your day. He's, called, he's, the, he's the one, and so David says, because he's at my right hand, what? I shall not be moved. I can stay steady. That's who the Holy Spirit is. Regardless of other circumstances, we can maintain our spiritual temperature by the grace of God. I, I saw this explaining what a Yeti is a little bit, and so you might recognize 
who these people are. If you go ahead and show this video, this is actually a commercial for a Yeti cooler, which, by the way, I just heard this morning that Yeti is a Austin company. Disposable ice chest because we found Yeti. No more broken handles or busted hinges. No more crushed corners or caved-in covers. Yeti coolers are tough. They're roto-molded like kayaks, and they are certified grizzly bear proof. With thicker walls and a full-frame gasket, Yeti coolers keep ice longer, a lot longer. Yeti coolers. Wildly stronger. Keeps ice longer. I'm not on the Academy Award committee, you know, nominating someone for a movie, for an Oscar, um, but that has Oscar written all over it right there, right? <laughs> their, their acting was interesting. <laughs> so I put in your notes the diagram of a Yeti. Those of you who are watching on, online, it's also, I have it on, I send out an email. I don't know if it's on, it's on the website too. Thank you. Um, so I looked at this illustration as to why it's so able to keep the ice cold or the, the hot hot. And it's because there's double wall insulation. There are two different walls. And we're actually going to get a little scientific in a few minutes to explain why. But it's good to ask why. And so for right now, I want to just say, I'll, you know, it keeps the hot hot and the cold cold. And so the picture that I see in Scripture of God's heart for us is to, that He wants us to be hot and cold simultaneously as believers. And it's found in Revelation 3 when Jesus addresses the lukewarm church of Laodicea. He's talking there to the lukewarm church and He explains this to them. And then He, thankfully, He explains how they can live free from being lukewarm, how they can be victorious over lukewarmness. So let's, <clears throat> let's, um, let's look at this. Um, yeah, before we do, I'm going to go back up to this, the, make sure we, I haven't gone ahead of things. The picture of a believer, just like a Yeti, is that as we abide in Christ, God has called us to have a heart condition that is both on fire for Jesus, fire school, that is both on fire for Jesus and at peace and calm and cool on the inside. We have access to both as we walk in the Spirit. Luke 24, 32, the disciples on the road to Emmaus, when they heard the words of Jesus, when they had an encounter with the living God through Jesus Christ, they said, did not our hearts burn within us? And yet then throughout Scripture, we're also called to have the fruit of the Spirit. So we're, we're speaking about the, the work of the Holy Spirit in us is both a fiery love and a peace and a coolness. Galatians 5, 23 describes that cool on the inside, that cool water on the inside of us. It says the fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy, peace, simultaneously by ha with having a heart on fire. It is patience, it is kindness, it is gentleness, it is self-control. So let's look at this passage here, <clears throat> Revelation 
3, 14 through 16, and we'll look at, explain it just a little bit. I think it's up there great. And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things says the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God, that's Jesus. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish that you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Very strong words. Jesus is passionate about us not being lukewarm. It's not just a thing. Oh, well, I just got lukewarm because actually everybody around me is kind of, they're sliding into compromise. He's very passionate about this. I mean, that's graphic. We've been called to, to please his heart, to move him. It's in our lobby, to move God's heart. I want to move his heart with my love, not with my lukewarmness. So, if you're like me, most of you might have grown up hearing this passage and you, and you just remember it being, God wants you to be hot. He wants you to be on fire. And that's true. But he also wants us to be cold, to have cold water on the inside of us. He wants it both because he says, I would, I want you to be hot. I want you to be cold. Just don't be lukewarm. Let's look at the context because I love how Jesus would give illustrations that the people of his day could understand. See, he was talking to the Laodicean church, which is right, right there, okay? This is now in today modern Turkey. So he's talking to the Laodicean church, and 10 miles due north was the city of Hierapolis, and seven miles... Oh, excuse me, seven miles north was Hierapolis, 10 miles south and east was Colossae. Now, these two cities were very unique in that the city of Hierapolis had hot springs, naturally created hot springs, very hot, like you could soak in, and if you're, bo- if you're tired and you're sore, you'd soak in a hot tub, soak in the hot waters of Hierapolis, but they didn't live there. They, the Hierapolis was seven miles north. And the Laodiceans were actually a very wealthy city. They were like a Fort Worth, you know, where the, the trails met, or Kansas City where, you know, commerce was there. So they had a lot of money. So they commissioned people to build these aqueducts to pipe in the hot springs down to Laodicea because they wanted to soak in the jacuzzi. Colossae, interestingly enough, had the cold springs like the Frio River, you know, the cold, the ice bath almost type of cold. Now, that one was 10 miles away. They did the same thing. Hey, we want an ice bath when we're, when we're hot out in the heat. We want to get refreshed and we want to get healed and we want therapeutic hot and we want cool, refreshing. Jesus knew the Laodiceans were wanting both. He knew when he said hot water and cold, he was saying, when he described hot and cold, 
They knew what he was talking about because here's what was happening. They were frustrated because by the time the hot got to Laodicea, because it was 80 degrees outside, it, it took the heat out of it. And it became lukewarm. Ugh, this is not working. By the time the cool waters got there, they were lukewarm. So Jesus knew how they felt when they step into their pool and it's not what they were expecting. And so that's the context of how we can, we can look at our own lives. And I'll just add this to this, that um, the Lord desires us to not only live with the, the fiery, the, the holy, fiery passion for Jesus and the cool, refreshing presence. He wants us to be conduits to flow out to other people with hot water a river of healing flowing out of each of us. Kind of look, why don't you look down at yourself right now. Out of your heart, Jesus says, come to me and drink, and out of your heart will flow rivers of living water. Okay, you can look back up. But <laughs> Those two rivers, there's to be a river of therapy and healing flowing out of us. Jesus said in Mark 16, you lay hands on the sick and they recover. What is that? That's the river of hot, healing water flowing out of you. And then he also says to his disciples, when you give someone a cup of cool water in the name of the Lord, it's, it goes down as a, a memorial. It's, it's, it's never forgotten. So the, God wants us to, be, to live with the hot and the cold, not lukewarm, and he wants us to release the hot and the cold. He wants us to be vessels of healing and vessels of refreshing. He's called us to be Yeti Christians. And so thankfully, he gives us the how on this. Roman numeral four, back to the diagram, I kind of looked at this diagram that's uh, in your notes, and uh, I, I looked at it, and I saw these two. I went, hmm, Lord, what are those kind of insulations in our life? Because if there's two of them, is there a possible connection here? I mean, I know this isn't scripture. I'm looking at a diagram of how a, a Yeti tumbler is made. But then I thought about it. I thought the double wall insulation are two things that we can do practically to be Yeti Christians. The first one is temperfect insulation. Now, that's a term, I guess, they coined or whatever. Um, I'm not a physicist, scientist, or whatever. But um, I first thought, well, oh yeah, Jesus is the perfect one. And when we want to be insulated from the effects of the atmosphere of the world, the lust and the pride and the anger and this and that, we go to the perfect one and say, perfect one, would you insulate me from all this stuff going on? 
You may you say, oh, I don't know. I don't do I know I really need to be insulated. Well, if you're yelling at the TV when the media, when the news is on, okay, that's a that's a sign. You might need insulation. Okay. I I would visit before my mom passed away, everyone in the in the assisted living had their had their news on and they're all yelling at the TVs, you know. <laughs> so anyway, Tim Perfect, we come to the perfect one. In science, that first lining or that first insulation, what it does is the hot liquid, it's, it wants to be released out, but that, that Tim Perfect insulation wall causes that heat to bounce back and go back into the coffee or into the ice so that it doesn't, it doesn't escape, it just bounces and comes back in, and that's how it can stay at, I would just pick this off a website, it can stay at um, the just right temperature of 140 degrees. So only Jesus can bring us the insulation we need to overcome. But we ask him, Lord, would you help me to be insulated? Thankfully, he's very practical here in, in speaking to the Laodicean church, to those and that's all of us who can have a tendency to become lukewarm in our heart. He says, do three things, church. Buy gold. Put on white, clean garments. And anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see more clearly. Buy gold. Put on white garments. And anoint your eyes with eye salve. Those are three ways that we can have Tim Perfect insulation. Real quickly, well, I won't be too quick on this first one. <clears throat> Buy gold. What does that mean? Gold in Scripture, 1 Peter 1.7, says to, that, your, that your faith, your faith is like gold that's refined in fiery trials. So when he says buy gold, he is saying acquire more faith and purer faith. Because gold purifies when it goes through fire, right? So these fiery trials that you may be going through, they're purifying the gold in you. He says acquire more gold. Buy gold refined in the fire. Now, it's, it's interesting because if you say, well, how do I do that? Well, Romans 10, 17 is very practical. Look at those first two words. Faith comes. Faith cometh. Meaning if I've got 10 ounces of faith and I need 20 ounces, 10 more ounces cometh. Faith come. How does it come? By hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing the words of Jesus and uh, by, I don't even know if y'all can see this, so, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to illustrate my morning routine on this is me building my wall of insulation. Okay. I get up and I turn on my little cube. And then I go do my little passcode, 
And then, there, now I'm hooked in. And so I don't move very far from the bed because I'm still waking up. I've got my coffee over here. And then I, uh, and then, now, now this is me buying gold. And this is really real. By the way, this little stand, this is my little thing. And I can read it like this. And this is serious. This is my morning routine. Now, so, I, so now I am buying Matthew 5. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Thank you. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Now that is very practical. As you're hearing, as you're hearing the word, the Holy Spirit can speak to you specifically and say, you know, I'm not going to let their persecution of me get me to become lukewarm. Wait, I'm the salt of the earth. I'm the light of the world. And so faith comes. I just bought gold. I just built up my temperfect insulation. And that's just how I tend to do it, but there are many ways you can take the word and renew your mind with it, declaring it, uh, meditating on it, speaking it out loud, other ways. But... Thankfully, we've got access to ways that we can buy gold. The second, second thing Jesus says to do is he says, put on white garments. You know, when we sin, we stay, we, we're stained by sin. We, we're, we're dirty in our garments, so to speak. And when we have unconfessed sin, we lose confidence when the world around us is bearing down on us. We lose confidence. We're not, actually, we're not able to flow out with that therapeutic hot water or that cool, refreshing water because we've got guilt 
and we've got shame. And so, so to, to put on white, fresh, clean garments, we come to Jesus and we repent. We ask him to forgive us and cleanse us. And that's how we put on those garments. Isaiah 61, it's in your notes, uh, talks about putting on robes of righteousness. Then 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us and do what? Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It's the blood of Jesus that it's the blood-stained <laughs> cross that allows our stains to go away. And then Proverbs 28, 1, the wicked flees when no man pursues. People are like panicking in fear, and, but the righteous... Those with white garments are bold as a lion. We're insulated. Third, we are to anoint our eyes with eye salve. Laodicea was very well known throughout the Middle East as, a, as an apothecary to, that made eye salve. That, that all around the Middle East, they would go there to get eye salve from Laodicea. So again, the, Jesus knew they knew what he was talking about. Say, you guys think you can make this eye salve for everybody's naturalized, but you're blind. You don't see your condition. So he says, anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. So in prayer, we say, Lord, would you open my eyes to the beauty of Jesus, to the love of Jesus, to who he is? Because the more we see of his love and his beauty, the less sin makes sense to us. The more we see of him, the less sin makes sense to us. So we ask him to anoint our eyes that we may see. In fact, I'll tell you just with me personally, what helps me with anointing my eyes is worship and praise. Because I, I see his beauty in the melodies. I see his beauty when the worship leader is, is singing these certain lyrics and things go off in me, and I go, oh, you're beautiful. You see, my eyes get opened. The Bible says Satan is the god of this age, and he tries to blind men's minds. He's trying to blind us. Jesus says, be insulated with these three things, with gold, white garments, and with salve that you may see. Rachel, if y'all could get ready. The second kind of insulation is vacuum insulation, and I'll briefly touch on this. Vacuum insulation, in that picture on your notes, there's a space between that first wall of insulation and the outer wall of the, of the Yeti. And it's this, it's this void where there are no particles that would then conduct the heat or the cold out from the inside. See, I'm, I've still got ice in there. It's not melted. You know, it's been, now this one, if I put this, there is no insulation. So you put that in a 150 degree car with ice, and it's going to become flat uh, Diet Coke or whatever. So vacuum insulation, the first kind of insulation is what we ask the perfect one to bring us. Vacuum insulation is not what we ask God to do for us. 
It's what we must choose to create a vacuum, a space between us and the negative influencers of the world. We have to choose. Scripture says, come out from among them and be separate. It doesn't say God's going to do it. It says we must choose. I've been struck today as I've been standing here of just how strong those words are when Jesus says, I will vomit you out of my mouth. That's a motivation to me right now. To create a vacuum. Lord, I don't want to follow things or people on social media that would dissipate my holy fire. If you choose to be on social media, create a vacuum between you and the negative influences. And then on the flip side, choose to get around the positive, uplifting, the Sean Foyt Instagram. The Jesus Loves Austin Instagram, the the different ones that will build you up. And so because the more you're around, Kathy, you're very wise. The more you're around, I guess I'm supposed to. The more you're around, he who walks with wise Kathy will be wise. You see, you want to be wise, get around wise people. You want to be positive? Get around those full of faith. Let's stand up if you would. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to have us worship here in a moment. But I want to review, and I I think one of the ways we can respond is by breaking the sound barrier in our own life and making a declaration with me. But everybody just, everybody say, Tim-perfect insulation. You're asking the perfect one to insulate you. Let's just make this declaration as we're, you know, while I was doing that little illustration with uh, Matthew 5, I was picturing, and I do that in the morning. I say, Lord, build up my insulation. As I'm listening to the word, speak to me. Let speak specifically about what it means to be salt and light. You know, things like that. So let's make this declaration out of our mouth. You don't have to yell it, just but just say it out loud. Just say, in the name of Jesus, I choose to buy gold. I choose to put on white, clean garments. I choose to anoint my eyes with eye salve that I may see the love and the beauty of Jesus. I choose, I choose to come out from among the world and be separate. Just let that sink in. I don't want to go any further right there. Lord, the devil can't make me do it. 
I'm separated from the enslaving power of sin. I can choose to separate myself from the lust and the pride of the world around me. So right now I come to you and I say, Lord, would you strengthen me to create this vacuum between my heart and the world's system. Thank you, Lord. Now let's just say, let's just finish this out. You're doing great. Let's just say this out of our mouths. In Jesus' name, I choose godly friends and I forsake ungodly friends in Jesus' name. feel like today, like I said, in a number of times during the week and even during a given day, I, I will feel as though they, that like a therm, thermometer and not a thermostat. If you feel that, that some of your fire has gone down or some of your cold refreshing has, has heated up and you've gotten lukewarm, we're going to sing here I want you to cry out and ask the Lord to light the fire again. If you need to hang around different people and unfollow certain people on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram, make that choice. Watch different programs on YouTube, ones that will build you up. Todd White videos, things like that that will build your faith. Let's make some choices. Let's do, every one of you, you know where you're, let's do real business and I trust now Holy Spirit. Let's just open our hearts. Holy Spirit, would you insulate us? I thank you for those on internet today, on the web stream and there's in person. We're not isolated. We're insulated. And we're not fluctuating. We choose now, Holy Spirit, to come. Make us steady, fully in love with you, fully compassionate and loving toward people.